0: Oh, yeah, I hurt my back. Um, I'm almost over it now. I'm just in that I'm still sore, so I'm trying not to move it too much or too little Yes. um, stage. So, And I was feeling sorry for myself. And then when you announced that you were in hospital, I was like, it could be worse.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think someone else had that same effect happen on Saturday. Someone else, (laughs) one of my other friends was feeling pretty down on himself for being for hurting himself in some way and then it's like and then you get my Facebook message of you know who's got two thumbs on morphine in the hospital? This guy and he's like Huh, my day doesn't seem so dark
0: anymore Well there you go. If you can't leave by <laughs> example at least you can be a horrible warning. Yes <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Good fun. Good painful fun for the next <laughs> for the next three weeks
0: three weeks
1: it can take up to three weeks to pass the stone i have is it might not sound big but in terms of you know the where it is moving through the horse move through i've got a half a centimeter size stone
0: well that actually is quite big
1: yeah uh traveling its way through you know a tube that's probably it. Well, it's designed for fluid, so let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. No wonder it hurts.
0: But yeah. Shall we begin? Yeah. Let's let's do that.
1: Suppose it'd be a good idea.
0: Hello and welcome to World 1 Stage 1. I'm Simon, and joining me as ever is Irish. Hello. And not Jack, because Jack is off conducting secret World 1 Stage 1 related missions. Indeed. And also just not here, Um, Uh, because... You know, getting pissed. Yeah. Well, that is a secret World 1 Stage 1 mission. Well, he is
1: moving house this week, so
0: come think of it given the history of this podcast getting pissed is not a secret world one stage one mission
1: no but it's not a world one stage one mission we've had recently
0: that's true it has been a while um so we wish him well uh and he will be back with us in in all honestly we weren't actually due to do a show tonight because i was supposed to be out but i've thrown my back out so i'm not in the mood to be in a pub um so we're going to do a show but this is a show in the classic World 1 Stage 1 tradition of being dangerously ill-prepared.
1: <laughs> it is a, a uh, last-minute thing.
0: It is. So we've chosen something that we've both done the research on anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Yes. Uh, wasn't my idea. So what are we talking about tonight?
1: Uh, tonight? Are we not going to talk about any fluff or anything?
0: Oh yeah let's do some fluff. OK um,
1: Have you been to the cinema? I have not, but I am planning to at some point, because there is a few films I want to see. And after what Jack told me last week, one of them might be uh, Dracula the new <laughs> films. Because he, he, on Thursday, he actually came across and went he actually uh, came out and went, "You know what? It's a good movie. Okay. It's not It's not what you think it's going to be. And, the whole and it's thing also of, not
0: what you don't think it will be, because no, I know it through him.
1: Yeah. And the whole thing with Jack, you know, is that I take Jack's view on things very pinch of salt type situation.
0: <laughs> I think we all have a certain caution <laughs> when listening to each other's opinions, actually, because we have... That is true. ...overlap, and we also have areas where we differ hugely. Yes.
1: But, uh, like the whole thing he was saying when he was watching the trailer and you know, he turns the, is that, and he turns into a fist made of bats and all this kind of thing. It's not that happens, but it's not how you think it happens. It's not, it's not how the trailer shows it and the whole story behind it really works. And he was surprised and he's like, yeah, I'd go see it again at the cinema. Wow. So yeah, exactly.
0: Hmm.
1: Obviously, I have to take a
0: second look at that. Hmm.
1: Obviously more on this when he returns, but
0: yes, or indeed when one of us has seen it, maybe. Yes.
1: But, uh, there's that. I want to see the new turtles. Just have my own opinion on it.
0: I I don't understand people who are going to see that film. I've seen the trailer. (laughs) I have an opinion. (laughs)
1: Um, I can't think of anything else that's out at the moment I want to go see Big Hero 6 when it comes out after watching the latest trailer oh yes that looks great I did find an interesting infographic actually last night on a about um, with the help of Comic Alliance uh, the superhero movie releases for the next
2: yes, uh, five, six year,
1: five, six years. And it's like, oh, there are stuff I didn't know I'd not seen had been announced on there.
0: Yeah, there's a bloody lot of it, isn't there? Mm. I'm kind of looking forward to the Justice League Dark movie. If I I'm, I'm also terrified they're going to mess it up but if they get it (laughs) right that could be an amazing film you are particularly
1: you're a particular fan of that area
0: yeah i it's it's the occult side of the dc universe it's great so i mean they could draw on constantine for that they could draw on zatanna for that they've got frankenstein they could draw on it's it's a really weird one because it's sort of like when marvel announced guardians you go well these are not their top stars how are they going to pitch this film
1: the potential for what they could do is
0: is huge it could be a really big film Uh, you've got you know the uh, the Phantom Stranger you've got the question could come in there I suppose if you wanted there's just massive amounts of DC lore they could tap or they could you know do to it what they did to Constantine when they did the Constantine film (laughs) yes yes it's DC, it's equally possible.
1: And DC, when it comes to their TV and movie, well, with their movie stuff particularly, it's, unless they really do a good job of it, it's particularly bad.
0: Yeah. Um, you know. Then their the movies are, if I'm honest, to this point, more missed than hit.
1: Yeah. Uh, trying to think of hits i mean you've got
0: well i i will rate man of steel as a dc movie hit
1: yes i i, I really like...
0: enjoyed watchman as well
1: i've still not seen watchman i have read it's Watchmen, a controversy
0: it. it's a controversy because it doesn't stay true to the source material it stays true in tone but they made obvious changes for cinema because there was a lot you couldn't get in there. Mm. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed it for what it is. But beyond that, I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm sure there are others.
1: What, good films or bad films?
0: <laughs> good films. Uh, um, thinking of bad films, it's easy. You've got Constantine. You've got every other Superman film. Uh, you've got all Green the Batman Man. films. <laughs> uh, I admit there's oh, some well, sort of split opinion on, to... on the Nolan films.
1: Yeah, uh, as I say, Nolan and come on, uh, not all the bat the old Batman films are that
0: bad, right? If you go back and you rewatch Tim Burton's Batman, yeah, it's not a good film, right? Uh, it came out to an audience that was gasping for a- any DC. Um, product on the big screen but jack nicholson is not the joker any more than he is jack nicholson uh <laughs> batman i'm not sure if it's in that one or returns but definitely has guns equipped on the batmobile that's not right uh it was sort of it was an okay tim burton comic action adventure but it's not a very batman film in terms of an adaptation of a dc book it's not it's not a good adaptation. I suppose it's fun, but um, it, it's it's not a great DC film. Uh, Green Lantern, though, as you say, is horrible. Constantine, horrible.
1: I don't think I've actually like, sat through. bad. I don't think I've actually sat through all of Constantine. So
0: don't do yourself a favor. Do not do it. Um, it's got Keanu in it. <laughs> Yeah, has, and not Constantine. Let's be clear about that. Uh, was... Oh, God, they did Steel uh, with oh. um, Shaq. <laughs> I
1: forgot about Steel.
0: Catwoman. Halle Berry's oh, Catwoman. Oh, Halle Berry,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, uh, on the whole, it's not that, been good. That... Oh, God, they did Supergirl, uh, Supergirl in the mid-80s as well. That was not good.
1: That was...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Although what they have done is, if you look at uh, the companies DC owns, like Vertigo and Wildstorm, yeah, um, that's well, they've done the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was Wildstorm. That was pretty awful. That was. But they also did.
1: It's it, uh, so yeah, I find that one kind of a. It's bad, but like you put it on the background.
0: No, it's it's awful. It hurts me. <laughs> Uh, v for Vendetta was I liked Vendetta. good and bad, I think. There's stuff in there I love, but there's also stuff in there that I don't like.
1: I've not uh, read the source material, so I don't know how much it stays
0: to that. It's not far off, except I'll, I'll tell you an interesting thing. Um, he blows up the Parliament and the Old Bailey in the wrong order. You know, he blows one up at each end of the film. Yeah. It's swapped round Uh, Ah, for for no good reason that I can tell for
1: for no reason.
0: No, I I guess spoilers blowing up parliament at the end makes more cinematic sense.
1: I guess the whole gunpowder plot.
0: Exactly. Although stardust was very good and that's technically a decent adaptation. I love stardust. I love that film. That's a great film. Yeah, it's a great film. It's, uh, there's, it's, great story, it it's a way. great story great film
1: great casting it's great i mean de niro he's based his on a vertigo whole, comic de niro doing his whole um, sky pirate thing
0: yeah he's he's brilliant throughout honestly his, i love de niro in that film
1: sorry his fancy
0: sky pirate thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all right sir we always new <laughs>
0: But yeah i, I, I love that they're so accepting yeah so
1: we've always known sir so.
0: animated wise though d c do very well
1: yeah can, there's not much animated wise i can fault them with i mean i've i've seen pretty much all of if not all of them yet but pretty much most of the uh, like the animated features they've done recently mmm as well as the older stuff, of course, but I think there's maybe a couple
0: I haven't seen yet, the newer stuff so I haven't seen. I've got to line but, up Assault on Arkham. That's one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I did see that as well. I to
1: see that, and I haven't watched um, Dark Knight Returns
0: yet. If you've read the book, I've um, read the books, yeah. it's so true to the book that you have okay. effectively seen the movie. That's <laughs> Fair enough. It's that close. Um, I, I did go and see that at a Prince Charles Cinema all nighter. Yes, it uh, which is really fun. Which but under, it is so close.
1: That had Under the Red Hood in it as well, didn't it? The all nighter.
0: It did. Under the Red Hood, which is fantastic. Master of the Phantasm great. and Year One, which was a Mar- really good lineup.
1: And Mark Phantasm was the uh, the animated
0: series. That's right. It's the feature length um, animated. Uh, that spun off from Batman, the animated series.
1: Is that the one that has, um, a Mr. Freeze style character, like ice and all that everywhere. Or is that? another
0: Um, one? that was the episode heart of ice. That was Mr. Freeze. Surely. No, no
1: there's, um, there's, there's a feature label. It's got Robin in it and it's got Batgirl in it.
0: Oh, uh, that was, Sub-Zero, I think, which was the next Batman anim- animated series. featureless. Ah, yes. Yes, that's the one. Which was alright. It uh, wasn't as good as Mask of the Phantasm, but it was alright. But yeah, they've got a lot of films coming up in this list of uh, films to be released. Yes, The one that scares me most is Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, because that's going to be the first one to come out of the lot.
0: Well, uh, Batman versus Superman is first, I think.
1: Is I'm sure. I think either. so.
0: Because uh, uh, they've announced that one and they're working on that one, but they're not working on Suicide Squad that I know of. Uh, uh,
1: we'll come back to that.
0: We will. Because um, I've lost that. Yeah. <laughs> <Line up. laughs> I saw it today, but I can't find it now. Uh, but Suicide Squad, I'm really worried about because it's one of my favorite books. It's a brilliant concept. And for anyone who's not familiar, the Suicide Squad in DC Comics are a bunch of minor, I think I'll say, villains who, you know, all doing time in Bel Reeve Prison, which is where they send you if you're not insane enough for Arkham Asylum. Um, but a bit more dangerous than regular prison. It's a sort of high security for costumed villains. Got it! And cool. Uh, Skype me the link. And Bill Reeve is overseen by Amanda Waller, who puts together the Suicide Squad. She basically chips them with explosives in the head uh, and then says, you work for me now. Uh, You do the jobs we send you. You do a good job. You get time off your sentence. You do a bad job, we explode your head. So they go off and do the jobs that basically are too dangerous to risk actual heroes on. Uh, so isn't
1: it, isn't it killer? Is it is it Great White or is it Killer?
0: Oh, um, King Shark. It's King Shark. That's it. King Shark. He is a shark. Um, <laughs> is in many of the incarnations of Suicide Squad, he is a member and he is a shark. And this I'm a is shark. where I start to I'm worry. A shark.
1: Suck my dick.
0: I'm a shark. <laughs> I'm a shark. And yeah, it's um Batman v Superman is March 25th. Suicide yes. Squad is August 5th. So I would not be surprised if one of the villains from Batman v Superman ends up in Bell Reeve at the end of the movie, and that kicks Which off ties later, into that. Yeah,
1: but, but man, yeah, it's looking um, at the, the upcoming list.
0: Jeez, I know. The thing is with Suicide Squad is you've got Deadshot, Floyd. <laughs> who is, and um, he's a sniper and an assassin. Great. He's a character that will fit in this sort of Zack Snyder gritty um, yes. DC universe. But then you have King Shark. Yeah. Who's a shark. Who is, who he is, does the
1: muscle.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's also the shark. Um, <laughs> a frequent member of the Suicide Squad is Harley Quinn, who, unless you do some background on her, just throwing her in as a fan favourite might not work that well.
1: No, because, I mean, she hasn't been in any of the... Pre- Unless she's the one that will be in Batman v Superman.
0: Which is odd, because Harley doesn't really work without the Joker. The Joker, I know. And if there's no Joker, why yeah. is there a Harley? So yeah. it gets confusing. But it depends if uh, the. You know, if
1: they're going to... Unless they start to leave her out the Suicide Squad.
0: And then presumably leave out King Shark because he's not <laughs> realistic enough. <laughs> and you have to basically throw together a new Suicide Squad, in which case you're not doing Suicide Squad.
1: No, that's true.
0: Or do they oh. look at Guardians and go, well, they did it. Let's go yeah. full-on madness. Let's have a shark. Mm, that's true.
1: But, I mean, we don't know who they're going to put. But, I mean, we, we know it's been... Batman v Superman: Dawn of Dawn of Justice, but we don't know yes. which villains they might put into it. Because obviously, we they're, don't know there's Robin. Oh God, really?
0: Yeah, and they're going with um, Girl Robin. It's oh. looking very much like it's Carrie Kelly from Dark Knight. Oh, gee, huh? Which is an interesting concept. I'm that's, looking forward to that. That's an interesting way to go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at some of the Suicide Squad members there's been over the years. and so Ragdoll? Uh, no, Ragdoll was never Suicide Squad. He was Secret no? Six. Oh, right, yeah. But you've got Captain Boomerang. I can't see them doing that. Um, <laughs> I love Captain Boomerang just for that. <laughs> uh, he's Poison a Flash baby. villain. He is a Flash villain. Of course he's a Flash villain. <laughs> flash has the worst villains
1: (laughs) kite man
0: uh enchantress shade the changing man it's they're characters that i like yeah and they work well in the books but i'm terrified of what they're going to do to them when they put them up on screen (laughs) just given dc's history of handling some of the weirder stuff in their comics it can't go well
1: it could either be an immensely good film or it's going to be a bomb.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to pitch it in the same year as Sinister Six. Yeah. like Which kind of goes the same way. Uh, and seeing as it's from Sony, not Marvel, that could also go either way.
1: Yeah. But considering it will be... <laughs> Uh you've seen Amazing too.
0: No, I have however seen the Cinema Sins recap of it. Okay. So I've seen as much as I feel I can stand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because during the way it ends and we have the uh the vault of various tech, if you will.
0: Mm. It
1: it could be an interesting setup for the the, the villains this time round.
0: Definitely. But 2016 is looking like a hell of a year, basically. Yeah, that's kicking off with Deadpool in February. Yeah. On my birthday.
1: On your birthday. Marvel's
0: birthday present to me is the this Deadpool, Deadpool movie, movie, which is funny because I'm not the biggest Deadpool fan I know by a no. long shot. It's
1: a Fox um, movie. I'll still see I it though. That. I didn't even notice that. That was Fox.
0: Yeah. Then March, you've got Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, CSI Special Victims Unit, Miami. <laughs> it's nice. just the longest title what's wrong with them um cap uh cap three which if all the rumors are to be believed will kick off civil war as a multi-film storyline in the marvel Cinematic yeah. universe
1: well they've already they confirmed that robert danny robert
0: jr is in it
1: yeah which makes so even more of a thing for it yeah so that which
0: could if, be big
1: which if they go Full hog with the civil war and you know kill off Cap.
0: Well, they've got Falcon ready to step in, or, or as Bucky. he has in the comics, or or Bucky as he did in the comics. So they've got yeah. two potential replacement Caps who have both stepped in to take Cap's place in the comics. Yeah. So they could go either way with it, and we know Sebastian Stan is contracted to, for more movies than Chris Evans is.
1: Yeah, considering that Chris Evans has stated that he doesn't dislike being cap, but he's starting to get to the point where he wouldn't mind stepping down from the role yeah. to to uh, go into
0: more of a directing route. So, Indeed. So I expect which, would be, which from would be that cool. film, basically.
1: Yes. Well, we, gotta wait. we <laughs> got we got we still gotta wait for uh, what happens in Avengers. Age of
0: Ultron, haven't we? It's Age of correct. Ultron, yes, that's true. Which is next? Um, year. Which is ah, next ah, year? Yeah. The first,
1: the first of the movie films
0: next year. three is. again next year. Yep, that Ant Man and Fantastic Four. Yeah, the new Fantastic Four. Speaking of the Fantastic Four, right? It's oh, been pointed out to me. This is yeah. this is something I've noticed about what Marvel are doing in the comics at the moment. What's that? And it's. Someone spotted this and explained it to me and it just clicked and I went, Oh my God, you cunning evil bastards. Cause you know, the inhumans. Yes. On the moon. And for those who don't know, the inhumans are basically a, um, there are a group of people whose ancestors were genetically modified by the Kree who are an alien race in the Marvel universe, whose powers are now starting to manifest. Uh, and it's it's a very similar group to the X-Men. It's sort of... Yeah, I was
1: going to say, it's a different take on mutants, essentially.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what it is, because there is a policy in Marvel at the moment, editorial policy, no new mutants can be created. Because Fox owns the mutants. Yes. Fox does not own the Inhumans. The Inhumans, indeed. So they killed off the fantastic four now they've killed off wolverine they're also breaking up x-men books into many different books pitching them as bad guys and good guys watering down the x-men name they're also spinning off spider-man into the spider-verse watering down the spider-man name they're basically shitting on any license that is owned by someone other than them (laughs) huh They've killed Wolverine and I guarantee he stays dead just long enough for them to get the license for the X-Men back from Fox. And then he's back with us.
1: And he'll come back in typical Wolverine fashion. They'll turn up somewhere and he'll just be sitting there at the bar and be like, what?
0: Exactly. So it's, it's really interesting when you compare the two, the comic universe and who owns what in films and you go, Oh yeah, they're taking all the love away from anything anyone else owns. <laughs> so, yeah, Fantastic Four is getting a reboot and apparently a sequel in 2017, but we'll see how the one in 2015 does first, I guess. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Cuz that's a that's a <laughs> franchise that has had a shall we say checkered history cinematically. Yeah,
1: it's it's been Shall we just um,
0: be honest and say they've been awful? <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Just Some of the casting is like, what? Well, I will say sounds... for the new one, for the new one, um, I have like the interesting way they've gone with the casting for the Fantastic Four themselves. Oh, yeah. In that... Um, Johnny, this time around, is black.
0: And not captain america no <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um yeah you know, sue was adopted into sue was one who uh, was adopted into the family mm. so it's like ah that's a different take on it right?
0: which is cool yeah, yeah. Like, like i said i'm open to it being good yeah if, if they pull it off because fox have been doing well with the x-men recently mm. and they do an x-men apocalypse is coming and looks great
1: I do know they're not, they're not going straight in with Doom. They are going with the original... They're going in with Mole Man.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: So, you know, who was their original villain anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're not going straight in with the, the, the big one for them. <laughs> that, well, the big one that isn't Galactus.
0: Well, yeah, but Galactus is the big one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so the the next five years, it's going to be an interesting world of cinema.
0: It's a really interesting one looking at the Marvel lineups Mm. with reflection on the fact that they're going to start Civil War in Cap 3 because their next big movie is Doctor Strange, who I don't remember having much involvement in Civil War. Indeed. Great character. Loving that he's getting a movie. Odd time to run it in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, we do have to endure a Wolverine film at the start of 2017. Yeah. And then we get to the first of the unknown Marvels.
1: Yes. There are several of those over the next yeah.
0: couple of years. Please be Captain Marvel, starring Katie Sackoff. it's what what we all want apart from the people who want a Black Widow film and fair enough but I'm on record as saying if they just do a Black Widow film it's kind of the the least they could have done Mm. they've got a whole universe of good female characters to draw from let's give spread some love around guys
1: hey please let it be She-Hulk starring Lucy Liu
0: that would also be awesome Um, but it's better be a female fronted movie because otherwise they're going to lose that race because wonder woman comes out june 23rd of 2017 the next film in the lineup is wonder woman so marvel could still get in there before them
1: i was wondering how big the movie is going to be because we got guardians 2 that year as well
0: Mm, which i'm looking forward to because oh my god i loved guardians so much
1: but looking at looking at the potential films for 2017 it's like my god that's a lot of
0: films well yeah i mean marvel have three potentially big ones two unknowns and guardians and that's the marvel cinematic universe but in terms of marvel licenses you've also got wolverine fantastic four two another spider-man spin-off with a female lead so is that going to be gwen stacy spider girl it could could be be cool or spider woman
1: it could be spider woman we don't know. Uh,
0: you've got Venom well, carnage.
1: It wouldn't. It wouldn't be Gwen Stacy, actually.
0: Um, not unless it's. Well, a given different... that she died in Amazing 2, but yeah, um, <laughs> no, not unless it's another <laughs> universes one.
1: If they Which it, it could into, be. They, they go into this whole Spider Verse.
0: Yeah, and they've got Gwen running around with spider powers in the comics. They're yes. Looking pretty awesome.
1: But you know, DC have got. Wonder Woman and Justice League that year.
0: Yeah. So, and not... the Lego Batman movie.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> haven't given a date for that yet.
0: But it is in that year, according to the lineup.
1: Yes. And you got Venom and Carnage as well. Yeah. Which will be... In 2018,
0: a, yeah. DC are kicking off with The Flash.
1: Then two unknown Marvel movies...
0: I really well. There's three in that year. Oh, Trace!
1: Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Didn't
0: I? And DC are also getting Aquaman in that year, which I think I, I hope people will stop laughing at Aquaman once Jason uh, is it Momoa? Yeah,
1: Jason Momoa. Guy,
0: yeah, comes in and kicks ass because he, I think he's yeah. going to do a good Aquaman.
1: He he looks like he's doing a mix of. Uh, the, the you know the '90s, 2000s Justice League Aquaman, Cartoon. And Namor, Aquaman. yeah, and Namor. So it's like he
0: kind of looks fuck. like.
1: Namor. <laughs> <laughs> if they wants to make a Namor movie and just get him to play play the character as well, you know, it would work. <laughs> it, it's been fine.
0: You've also got an X Men movie in that year and Spider Man Three. That's a busy year. Yeah. 2019 though, Shazam with Shazam, the rock as Black Adam.
1: Rock. Yes,
0: I am so all looking forward to this film. Oh my
1: yes, I just love that whole thing. And they were like, <laughs> "Right, we want you for this movie. We don't care if you want to play the hero, the villain. We don't care. We want you in this movie."
0: You're and perfect like, as either of them. Go, yeah, take your
1: pick. Take your pick. And he was like, he thought about it and he was like, "Well, I've been an Egyptian bad guy before. Fuck it, I'll be Black Adam." And it's like it's the same oh. character. <laughs> it's like oh my god. That is the pretty the best casting. Oh,
0: so now so I'm looking forward to that film. So
1: it'll be interesting to see who they cast as uh, Billy. That's going to
0: be interesting, yeah.
1: And who they'll cast and who they'll cast for is it Captain Marvel?
0: Is that, is that what he calls himself? They'll call him Shazam because yeah. he he's technically Captain Marvel but due to a sort of truce agreement between DC and Marvel he hasn't really gone by that name for a while
1: that's true most of the time when he appears in like the animated features and stuff they know he's Billy anyway so this the kids called him
0: Billy I'll tell you what would be really interesting if they only cast a Billy and in the same way that uh, Ruffalo plays the Hulk as well as Bruce Banner they CGI'd Shazam oh
2: hmm
0: and get a kid's performance of this huge buff Superman-like hero, that could be really fun. That could be interesting. They will. Well, I'm yeah. sure they'll cast someone, but it's just in my head, I'm just thinking that would be kind of fun.
1: Well, we've got five years to, to wait for that one. So. <laughs>
0: <That's> true, true. <laughs> CGI will be even better by then.
1: Well, considering what's, considering what's coming out the year after, it better be.
0: You'd hope, yeah. <laughs> in fact, for both of those films, yes, CGI better please. be much better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, twenty nineteen has also got an unknown Marvel and a Justice League sequel. But twenty twenty, Cyborg and Green Lantern, yeah, two films that need good CGI. <laughs>
1: yeah, Seeing that Cyborgs already been uh, confirmed for to be well be it as I don't know, a cameo or whatever in Batman v Superman? Yeah, so you it know, could whether, just
0: be Victor without being a cyborg getting uh, so critically injured they have to rebuild him.
1: Possibly, I mean, or you know, it could be he is cyborg, and then this is the movie that explains his story.
0: It could be. It looks like DC are sort of going the exact opposite way Marvel did because Marvel, of course, gave everyone a lead-up movie yes. and then did the Avengers. DC are going. Here is everyone. Now we'll tell their stories. Yeah. They're doing it. It's a
1: gamble to do it that way.
0: It's a huge gamble to do it that way, but I think they're doing it because they're so far behind.
1: Well, considering that, and that, in you know, their the last Superman film wasn't even Superman.
0: It was his origin, basically. It was, yeah, it was the, the creation of Superman. Yeah. But But, I mean, you see this lineup and you can see why they're doing it this way round, because if they were going to give everyone their lead in film, they wouldn't be doing Justice League until 2020.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So this is why they can... By which point Marvel would be doing, I don't know, Avengers 4?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, post-Civil War, they they might not do uh, Avengers at all. It might go on to something else.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah, they might drop the Avengers as a franchise.
1: Because, you know, that could be... They could use that as one of the... uh, I mean, the Avengers themselves have disassembled several times throughout the comic universe. They have indeed. They could could, could use, you know, if they do go through the cap death situation, a a turning point, if you will, and go, alright, let's drop the Avengers as a thing for now, come back to it on a later date, and we'll pick a different group title to go with. Because there's plenty out there for them to go with.
0: Absolutely. They've got a long, proud history of comics to draw from, let's face it.
1: Although they could go with the long lines of Secret Avengers or the West Coast Avengers, (laughs) They could pick a different group of Avengers. There
0: are fucking loads of them. There are. Yeah, we've also got a few titles that have been announced but not given a um, release window. So speaking of, they could go with another group. We've got the X-Force movie coming. X-Force. And and one for all the fangirls, Gambit. (laughs) My My petit sherry. <laughs> My French accent's So bon. I um, sort of hate it when I do that because she, she did quite like Gambit. Uh, and points out that he did disappear from the cartoon for a while whilst he went off and practiced the voice for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sandman is an interesting one as well. Speaking of as we were about the DC imprints... That's one of the big ones.
1: Yes, because there was a there was a whole thing about that recently, it wasn't there? I think it's read the article, but I heard that there was a. They thought that that was going to be the announcement this year it would be the Sandman. It turned out to be something else.
0: Well, Sandman has been announced, but I know what you mean. It was going to be given a date at least. Yes. Thor 3, which I'm glad to see because more Thor is more good.
1: Yes, it will be interesting to see uh, where they throw that in in correlation with what will happen in next Avengers
0: and whatnot. And also, you've got your Justice League Dark, we mentioned before, um, and Superman and Batman both have movies somewhere in that six year window. Yeah somewhere
1: the X-Force will be an interesting one to go with actually could well be because they are essentially the assassin team
0: you know yeah it looks like um, everyone's going for their slightly sort of anti-hero franchise with Suicide Squad Sinister Six and X-Force all coming up
1: mm. it's going to be an interesting set of events
0: Let's hope they're as good as our previous anti-hero films like Punisher. (laughs) Uh,
1: I think, was it? Was it uh, War Games? Was that the second one?
0: Warzone. Warzone, that's it. Punisher, Warzone. That wasn't so bad. It wasn't as bad, but if the best thing you can say about a film is it wasn't as bad as The Punisher, (laughs) it's still probably a bad movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, so we've had an interesting couple of weeks,
0: and there have been rumors, although they are very, very, very sketchy rumors, coming out of Comic Con that there might have been a licensing deal done between Sony and Marvel. Oh, that Marvel may have licensed back Spidey for an appearance in a movie. Huh. Which, if they have, I mean if I was Sony and Marvel approached me with that idea, there is no way I would say no, because that's making a lot of money from a movie you don't even need to make. Serious. I mean, if you've got Avengers 3 Spidey is in there that's a billion dollars on top of the profits just with that announcement. Okay, I might be exaggerating slightly, but it's a (laughs) decent chunk of change. And given the amount of money Marvel movies make, it might not be that big an exaggeration.
1: So yeah, it, it would be dumb of them not to roll with it.
0: Indeed. It's, it's actually, it's a hell of a time to be a fan of comics and watching their adaptations to screen because this is just the movies. Yes. And right now on TV, we've got, if you count Netflix things and, you know, you've got Daredevil has been announced, Iron Fist has been announced, Peggy Carter has been announced, you've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you've got Gotham, Arrow, uh, Flash, Flash again. It's, it's absurd. There's just so much of it.
1: Might I say, sir, fabulous segue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you very much. In Jack's absence, I felt like it was perhaps something I had to take on myself to segue into what we were here to talk about tonight, which is... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah. Yeah. Because... Season one. You've... Yeah, you've watched all of season one, haven't you? Yes, and a little bit of season two. I've not seen season
1: two yet. Partly because I'm waiting okay. for you to let me know when it's safe.
0: That's because it's not safe yet. That's why <laughs> I haven't let you know. It's it's not yet safe. It's, it's still, really not safe. <laughs> it's still tragic and depressing. It's not safe. Um, going to week to week on season two has been really tough. Uh, but season one, that we've both seen and was a lot of fun. Once it got going.
1: Yes, it it's it suffers from the um the the live action comic book series hump <laughs> you know because it either in in adaptations they've done a lot of stuff in the past if it if the f- after like the first three episodes, it doesn't get any better, it doesn't start picking up, it's not going to do well.
0: Hmm. True as enough. You- I think in this case, they were also suffering from a really specific problem. Yes. Which is <laughs> Marvel to- Agents of Shield is set in the same universe as the films, and it's about Agent Coulson, Phil, who you know was in Iron Man, was in Avengers. Coulson! Spoilers he ain't dead and his team da, da, da. of ragtag shield agents who travel the world cleaning up after the heroes and also doing their own smaller investigations and hero-y stuff Some now it's really interesting that they get up to oh it's it's really good i love having a little sort of behind the scenes glimpse of what's going on when they were cleaning up greenwich after thor 2 i thought it was really yes. quite funny
1: that's <laughs> um, all the little touches and that sort of thing is great
0: But as we've just laid out, there is a plan into 2020 of what's going on with Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Marvel, they are organising this shit with military precision. So there is no way they were going to let Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just go off in its own direction when they had Winter Soldier planned. They're like, ah, yes, a show about S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, spoilers (laughs) for Winter Soldier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Problem with that is, shield is mostly Hydra, so yeah. they couldn't go too heavy on the shield storyline until Civil, uh, until Winter Soldier came out, because there was a big reveal coming, and they couldn't really build up to it in the show without giving it away. No, so, so the show is tiptoeing around desperately avoiding the fact that everyone is Hydra for ages
1: and it's it's the whole thing of um, cause they're trying to tiptoe around it without going here it is it the episodes are kind of like here is a, here is a token character episode of a thing with a slightly overarching plot running from it yes. but we're not really going to touch on that overarching plot for reasons
0: we're just going to keep referring to it being there (laughs) yeah. and it's going to be doing its thing but we're not going to really investigate it very much just yet
1: but that's what I did like about the shows how they did tie it in with you know not just like stuff that happened in Avengers um, yeah Avengers they tied it in with yeah 4-2 and Iron Man 3 it's just like man they've really sat down and thought about this it's just they're a separate situation
0: yeah as a big Thor fan one of my favourite episodes is after Thor 2 because in Thor 2 of course the the prisons of Asgard get broken open and everyone gets let out apart from Loki oh poor Loki (laughs) and Lorelei, who you never see in Thor 2 but is a, a, a well known villain in the Thor universe turns up on Earth and the agents of Shield are joined by Lady Sith who turns up to chase her down. And I it was a wonderful oh, the from Thor 2. It was one of those moments of you let all of Asgard's prisoners out in a film, that's got to have consequences oh hello consequences. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, you know,
1: Midgard's a thing now. Yep. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Especially when you're Lorelei who has enchanting effects on mortal men, and Midgard is full of them. It's a good episode.
1: Sif is amazing in that episode.
0: <laughs> but it's, it is a really, really fun show, because once the reveal happens, once uh, Winter Soldier comes out and S.H.I.E.L.D. falls apart, they really do become a ragtag crew, uh, you know, on the run. And it's the
1: whole it's the whole it's, thing it's the whole thing of you just find out how Colson is alive, the reason mm. he's around. You find out that Nick is Nick Fury is, quote unquote, dead. Yes. Then you find out that Shield is Hydra or Hydra is Shield, however you want to look at it. And then Phil kind of loses it.
2: <laughs> to and put it like, mildly.
1: And it's like, oh my God. Colson, the most, you know, cool under pressure character from the movies who turns into almost a father figure to his little ragtag team.
0: Oh, definitely a father figure. In yeah. fandom, he's, he's broadly referred to as so he's just jumping in as Agent Dad. Yeah. and uh, agent May, agent mom, agent mom and agent dad. Oh,
1: cavalry! <laughs> but and then, Don't call and her then that. no, and then then sorry, sir. And then um, and then all that happens from Winter Soldier, and he just loses his shit.
0: Yes, which is brilliant. And one thing they did that I really liked, and I've heard that basically they went in. Writing all the characters as if one of them was a Hydra agent, but without having decided which. Yes. So everyone is written as likable because they might stick with them after the reveal, but everyone is written with reason to suspect them.
1: Who is the mole? Anyone could be the all. It's
0: spycraft. You know, they are spies. They are secret agents. So they're all up to really dodgy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, so you could compellingly believe, and it was sort of unfortunate going into that episode knowing who the spy was. You could yeah. compellingly believe any of them.
1: And it's like the whole thing of, if you hadn't seen the movie, it's a bigger shock. To see it in the show, oh, definitely. But if you've seen the movie, and you know you know it's happening. But the way they get across what has happened is so different to what you
0: would expect. Yes, it was a really well done few episodes. Actually, the the turn yes. um, and the reveal of who the bad guy was. I I really enjoyed it because you have this crew. You, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are, to give them a rundown, you've got Agent Dad, Phil Coulson, <laughs> who played by Clark Gregg, who is the happiest man in the world because he's a huge comic book nerd who tried out for a bit part in an Iron Man film. That was literally what he was yeah. told it was. And that's all it who, was at the time.
1: Who has now been officially inaugurated into the comic books. Via this, yes. yeah, and,
0: he, and is he... according to uh, according to canon in Agents of Shield, is considered an Avenger. Yes. Uh So Clark Gregg went from a bit part to having his own show, where he gets to run around <laughs> being a comic book character. He's the happiest man in the world. <laughs> You've got the cavalry, Agent Mom, Agent May, who is played by Ming-Na Wen, and is amazing.
1: She's great. I love uh the actress because I remember, I remember watching yes. her in er way back when
0: and she's really christ, good. christ so do i now
1: yeah <laughs> i know right that's the, <laughs> that's
0: the first well, thing that i remember blindsided s- me
1: that's the first thing i remember seeing her in is in er
0: fuck yes she was yeah, Wow,
1: she's in, she's in it for a long time
0: you see, I, I actually remembered her from Street Fighter more than... Uh,
1: oh yeah. shit, yeah, she was the... Oh God, she was...
0: she's Chun-Li. Chun-Li,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I blanked that out of my mind. <laughs> just, it's just Street Fighter movie. Yep.
0: Of course. Yes, it is. <laughs> and Ming-Na Wen was Chun-Li, which is why it always makes me laugh whenever she's doing the martial arts. Yes. Which she's very good at, but it is just Chun-Li having a fight on TV. It's great. <laughs> But she's also, to tie it back into a previous episode, she's Finn's mum from Adventure Time. Is she? She is. What, as in? As in in the episodes uh, where you see the alternate universe where um, the mutagenic bomb didn't go off. Oh, uh, yes. And Finn lives with his mum. That's Ming-Na Wen.
1: Shit, didn't know that.
0: She's also Mulan.
1: Ah, uh, I didn't know that either.
0: She's she's pretty cool Fuck. and has been in a lot of very good things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yes, I, I'm very pro Ming-Na Wen and she is the cavalry, this badass field operative of S.H.I.E.L.D. who... She's got some trauma in her past. But it's made clear she didn't want to go out in a, a, as a field team and she doesn't want to get out and do the fighting. She just happens to be the best at it on the team, so she frequently has to. Um, quiet, controlled, deeply suspicious.
1: And she's, she has the nickname of the
0: Cavalry. Yep. And there are many stories about why she has that name. But there definitely wasn't a horse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You have Grant Ward, who is the field agent. They have to actually go into the field and kick everyone's ass. Um, Oh, hmm? Oh, Ward, you weird (laughs) backwards man. And yeah, he's the other sort of fighter, the other kick ass character on the team, and also the uh, supervising officer and train uh, who's responsible for training Sky, who is our sort of plot device for the first episode, who is actually a member of an anarchist terrorist group, The Rising (laughs) Tide, who they convert and bring into the team. So again, very easy to suspect. She's not loyal which is made
1: quite uh, which is often um addressed throughout the first half of the series
0: when basically who is the spy is the only thing they've got to tease mm. uh, and they're definitely setting her up as looking suspicious then you have the amalgam character of Leo Fitz and Gemma Simmons oh, aka Fitz, Fitz and Simmons, Simmons. <laughs> they are they are the scientists one is technical one is biochem and at first I couldn't stand them because they seemed very Weeden by the numbers they were the the comedy geek character they were uh, Topher from Dollhouse you know Um, but in two bodies but they develop over the course of the series so much
1: Fitz, Fitz and Simmons are ah they're just the perky If you need the perk, if you if you think that you know, if you got Ward, if you, if you see Ward and May as the straight least soldiers, and you've got
0: disciplined, Sk- grim faced, yeah.
1: and if you've got Sky and Coulson as like the middle ground characters. Then you've got Fitz yeah, and Simmons yeah. who are just the most bubbly happy pair <laughs> who get some real shit put on them for the oh, series. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, my God. They get shit on something chronic towards the end of the series as well.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. Yeah, but... Um, no spoilers for season two, but yes, they really do. <laughs> Oh, no. It's not safe. It's not <laughs> safe. Don't watch season two.
1: <laughs> it starts on Channel Four this week.
0: So I know. For, for,
1: that's what I was watching. <laughs> no one is safe.
0: But yeah, but yeah, they are just pure optimism in a lab.
1: In a way, they're almost the characters you you you'd pre. Some people would find to be the least likable away because they're almost because because they're the science guys hmm from from someone who doesn't you know say say from like a, a non-comic book person that like sort from, from a person who doesn't you know um, as in someone who doesn't read comic books who's only ever watched yeah. the Marvel movie sort of thing they would seem to be mm. the most unlikable characters because they are are they are the techie nerds type thing but they become if anything, one of the best characters, because, because they come as a duo. The, they become
0: the one of the best characters.
1: <laughs> yes. They become one of the best characters. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I love Fitz and Simmons.
0: They are great. They are, they are wonderful characters who, like I said, get, I think perhaps of everyone, they get the most character development. Yes, I, I say that because I've seen them change from, like I say, this gestalt comic relief entity that I really didn't like to the characters I'm really engaged with and and care so deeply about, and I was not expecting that. No,
1: like that, that that whole bit. So those are the, the agents of water.
0: Mm, Yeah. yeah. And you've got other sort of recurring characters as well, because you've got Deathlock in there as well.
1: I really like how they did Deathlock, though. I thought it was really clever.
0: It was a great storyline. Yeah, Mike Peterson, Deathlock, um, guy who joins S.H.I.E.L.D. and is sort of the first day off the reservation gets exploded. <laughs> yeah. By the way, spoilers throughout this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, so he has the worst, worst time of it. Yeah. Uh from developing to, manifesting powers.
1: I was trying to figure out uh where else I know him from, but I know him as Gun from Angel. Okay. Yeah. The actor. You know, that, that's what I uh that's what I remember seeing him in in pre. Uh, so. it,
0: according to um yeah, I, I don't remember seeing him in that, but I never watched a lot of Angel. So. He came
1: in He came in one of the later seasons.
0: Ah, Yeah, according to IMDb, that is definitely one of his previous roles and probably the yeah. only one... Oh, brief appearance in Arrow, one episode. That's the <laughs> only thing I would be likely to have seen him in. No, I am wrong. He was in an episode of Space Above and Beyond, so I have seen him in something before. I just didn't remember <laughs> it. Fair enough. That was a long time ago to my credit. But yeah, he has the worst life from developing powers becoming a shield experiment. Uh and then life seems to turn around. He's, you know, trying to beat Cap's time pushing a bulldozer and becoming a super soldier and it's all great fun, and then he explodes. Uh and then he becomes Deathlock.
1: Yeah. Cuz his whole superpower bit is part of the overarching plot behind the first so many episodes before they really touch on what's going on
0: yes and and one of the things they do in those first few episodes is um agent sitwell keeps turning up the traitor from um the uh winter soldier yes so every time he comes on if you've seen winter soldier you can yabu hiss him but he at becomes that the point, pantomime villain. He's the one going through, going Hydra, Hydra, Hydra.
1: Well, that's the thing. At that point, when it first aired, you didn't. We obviously we didn't know that. Oh no, so you didn't you know. But so I,
0: we're definitely coming to this from the point of view of knowing.
1: Yes, indeed, it's very. Boo! Get off the <laughs> stage. <laughs> <He's> behind
0: you. <laughs> but yeah, he was. Um, I mean, he was just a fun little tie-in back to the films and going, oh, hey, that's that guy who's in the films. Yay, agents are, you know, in the films and the TV show. And then afterwards, it's the like, oh, you're the evil agent. No. <laughs> not the only one either. No, indeed. Although I think my favourite recurring character at the moment is reyna the lady in the flower dress. Yes. Science. who when asked why she always wears a dress with flowers on and it, it's one of those comic book things you know characters have their signatures for whatever reason and her only reason is who doesn't like flowers mm. but I really like her because she's an antagonist without being evil she's not a bad guy she has motives and that means she'll work with Hydra if Hydra are going to help her. She'll work with S.H.I.E.L.D. if S.H.I.E.L.D. are going to help her. She's doing her own thing, which makes her far more interesting than a, a, anyone who's purely good or purely bad.
1: She's, she acts pretty neutral.
0: Yep, she's just because interested in evolution.
1: Like it. Coin that
0: phrase. Well, it's possibly more strongly stated at the start of season two, but she is, she is interested in advancement of people and becoming, which has led me and Zoe to a little sort of private theory, which I don't know if I want to share because spoilers, but not spoilers we're, we're theorizing and it all comes from Tahiti anyway. So you've seen it. Yes. Tahiti which is okay big spoilers for the show now this is not stuff that you'll get spoiled by watching the movies this is stuff from the show yeah and it's sort of the show arc at the moment so this is the if you want to watch agents of shield go watch it because we're just gonna now start talking about stuff that is new to you even watching the show
1: yeah this is stuff like how is Coulson alive yeah what is so special about sky
0: exactly In fact, it is both of those things very significantly.
1: Yes, indeed. So, considering when it comes, this is your final
0: warning. Spoilers happen now.
1: Considering it comes to Sky, as far as we're aware, she's just a hacker girl. There's
0: nothing special Mm -hmm. about her. Nothing special about her at all. Just, just a talented hacker who can be of use. So, Tahiti. Bill called went to Tahiti to recover. He it's did. a lovely place. It's a magical place. That's it. He, it's a magical place.
1: He got stabbed through the chest.
0: He did. Uh, and he died in it's Avengers. Just, we saw it. He died. And in the show, they're explicit about it. He died.
1: And in a, well, I'll say he got stabbed through the chest. He got stabbed through the heart. So Yes. Yeah, he's super dead.
0: But it starts off with that whole, you know, oh, yes, I died, you know, for a few minutes on the operating table thing. And then it becomes, well, maybe it was a little longer than that. Maybe it was suspiciously long. Something happened in Tahiti. It's a magical place. (laughs) I don't know why I keep saying that. So we go and investigate Tahiti. Which is not, as you might think, a paradise island. After using some science mumbo-jumbo to open up his brain... Which, by the way, involved a lovely Dollhouse reference. I don't know if you've watched Dollhouse, so I don't know if you caught that.
1: I've not seen Dollhouse, so no. Because
0: it's another Whedon property. Yes. But Dollhouse is all about implanting artificial memories in people. Ah! In, in fact, whole artificial personalities. And what they do is they put you in this chair. It wipes you, puts new personality in you, and then you wake up. And all the dolls, whenever they wake up, it's this reflex programming. The first words out of of their mouth are, did I fall asleep? And their handler always responds, for a little while. So there's this great moment where Coulson wakes up from a massage and asks, did I fall asleep? And his masseuse says, for a little while. And that's your first hint as a Whedon fan that there is a false memory storyline going on here. (laughs) I didn't know that which I really like that's, that's
1: really interesting mm. that's a fact I did not know
0: and I like to think it's a subtle way of mean making uh, allusions to the dollhouse technology existing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and going dollhouse is Marvel please Marvel buy rights to dollhouse um, <laughs> but anyway we know that Tahiti the island is a fake memory implanted to cover up what really happened so of course we go and find out what really happened, and what really happened is pretty grim, actually. Yeah, it's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, what really happened to him?
1: Um, well, one thing—he died. He died.
0: Well, oh, yeah, he uh, certainly did that. Yeah,
1: a bit. Lo- he was, and he's dead for a bit longer than a few minutes.
0: What more like a few days more like what a week I think it's Just, definitely in the order of days. I can't remember how long. But I'm sure I
1: thought it was something like nine days. I thought it was something really kind of like, yeah, that's super long
0: it's It's beyond the point where you would imagine you could recover anything, yes yes, Certainly it's dead, dead, dead. He dead he's super dead, so they cut his head open <laughs> and then started doing alien robot surgery to his brain whilst keeping him awake through it, having to brought him brain. back to life with alien technology uh, throughout which he begged to die, yay, grim, um, I did say spoilers right you, you are expecting to be spoiled, so
1: treated with g h. Three, two,
0: five. Yes, this is where it gets really interesting, because GH refers to either guest house, which is where it happened, or possibly guest host, I think gets said in the episode as well, because there is an mm. alien donor here, and I say donor, not a willing donor, there is most of an alien in a tank, and they're just sort of tapping fluids off him. Mmm, Grim. Big blue guy. Big
2: glowing
0: blue guy. Big glowy blue guy. So, this is an alien serum, which, you know, is very good for people, but does tend to uh, kill them or send them a little bit crazy. Uh, This is the problem with it. And they're going to use that on Sky, because, spoilers, Sky gets shot and bleeds out, and pretty much... uh, dead is right there in the whole dying area as well not as dead as coulson yeah. Coulson was super dead yeah sky is only in the sort of could save her has been out for a few minutes on the operating table dead uh but they inject her with this stuff that should burn her up um sort of uh, extremist style and kill her or drive her crazy bad things are anticipated to be happening here
1: they get mental and disorders. And cool with it. Ranging from uh, aphasia to full-blown psychosis.
0: Yes, that comes in quite important in sort of arcing storyline terms. <laughs> nice. But Sky is seemingly okay. And she lives with it. And why is that? How could that possibly be in a comic book universe?
1: <laughs> could it be, could it potentially be that Sky is a little bit more than we think she is?
0: Ooh, I like your thinking. What might she be? Potentially. potentially. If anyone here has seen Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that she's something alien.
0: Could be a little bit alien, yes. <laughs> mm. So here's here's a little supposition that is this in no way comes from the show. This is Zoe and me going, "Ooh, what if?" So as I was saying earlier, Marvel is shitting on um, the X Men franchise to devalue it as a license for mm-hmm. another film company, and in comics, replacing them with. The Inhumans, a group yes. of young people whose ancestral DNA was tampered with by the Cree. Now, here so, come the Cree, who are big blue guys. We've seen them in Guardians. Big blue guys were and funny. Here's here. a big blue guy, lying in a tube with this alien juice. That doesn't kill Sky, even though it should. Maybe what if? What if? Maybe it was compatible with her, because she was a little bit Kree. Maybe Sky is an Inhuman. We know she's I, something.
1: I could see that. But what? It worked, would be a
0: really interesting way to work the Inhumans <laughs> into Marvel.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what her ability would be.
0: It really would. It could be anything. The thing is, they've got this blank slate right now. They could go in yeah, any direction with it. They true. haven't even hinted at what she might be. Apart all from said, quite funny when she's impersonating Agent May.
1: Yeah. All they have said is that she is she, well, she's not Not human.
0: entirely human.
1: Not entirely human. And she was found with... Was it with her,
0: quote-unquote, parents? Um, As I remember the storyline, an entire village died to protect her. That was it. From the monsters. And the monsters were her parents. Yes, that's it. Yeah, which is, a, as origin stories go, it's quite a tragic one. Mm. But it was one of the nicest speeches i thought from coulson one of the great insights into the optimism of the show and of the characters was when he finds this out and here's the thing about agent coulson he spends an entire season of this show going he trusts the system he keeps the secrets he's asked to keep because it's the system and he trusts the system but he keeps telling everyone everything <laughs> Such loose lips. He is the worst at operational security in the world. (laughs) Which I think is one of the reasons he freaks out at May so much when she's being set up to look like the traitor. Because May is doing her job. May is being a good soldier and keeping the secrets she's asked to keep. And Coulson's like, yeah, but we only say we do that. We actually tell everyone. Uh... And it's like, no, we don't. (laughs) He's like, oh. Not if you're good at this. So of course he tells Skye everything he finds out about her. And as he says to May, you know, I I told her things that should have destroyed her, should have ruined her sense of self and taken her life away from her. Um, But what she found in it was that she'd had family all her life because Skye's background is that shield protected her throughout her childhood moving her from foster home to foster home so she was never in one place the upshot is she felt rejected her whole life no one seemed to want to keep her around so being told this was done to her deliberately Coulson expected it to break her and her response was shield cared for me this whole time someone was looking out for me this is my family and I found it um and that sort of that sense of optimism I think is what's great about this show it's a very Marvel comic book thing. Hmm. It's that same sort of feel-good moment as in the comics, or indeed in the Avengers, because they stay true to it, when the heroes will stop in the middle of a massive citywide battle to help a busload of people out of the fight and they will be helping the police and the fire department and there will be that sense of optimism that people care for people it's something that they throw in a lot in marvel i've noticed less so in dc people care for people even if those people are slightly alien people who i reckon are inhumans (laughs) If
1: that is the way that they're going with it, I can see that theory being very plausible.
0: I'm now at the point where I'm like, I don't want to say any more because I forget what's the end of season one and what's the beginning of season two. Fair enough. But suffice to say, the whole madness comes up. I'm pretty sure you've seen Phil losing it a little bit by the end of season one
1: yeah in season one you see Phil writing what uh oh, what's his name
0: Garrett John Garrett
1: yes Garrett Bill well, Garrett Huston. was yes, perfect well Garrett was writing on the those boards, but you also see yes. Ward doing it. So, it's like, huh, why is he doing it also?
0: <laughs> yes. Um, sorry, Zoe was just interrupting to tell me that is the last thing we see in season one <laughs> <laughs> because she couldn't hear you, could only hear me being uncertain. And I was like, yep, I've had it from two people now. That's definitely the last <laughs> thing we see in season one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, uh, as Zoe says, you, you see him suffering from hypographia at the end of uh, season one um that doesn't stop you'll be entirely unsurprised to learn and it's become one of the threads of the the arcing storyline in season two okay i would say that writing you see that writing and it means something very similar to seeing the centipede implants in the early part of season one it's it's the this is an ongoing thing guys
1: Hmm. that's another thing I do like about uh did like did like and do like about shield is they use they also used it as a way to introduce um long-running standing villains uh and creating like the super villains and mut- uh, mutations and whatnot like there's that one about that kid who yes generates the weather powers and makes ice
0: will happen. That's right, yes. Um, he becomes oh, I forget his name, Blizzard? Yeah, he's the, yeah, the villain Blizzard. character. Is Blizzard, yeah. It is... Yeah, it is fun watching them set that kind of thing up, actually, you're right. Uh, and I don't know whether these things are going to leak over into the movies or not, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because so one of the keep... things I was chatting with Zoe about is, if they're going to do Civil War, well, right now, uh, they've got Thor, but they know who he is. Tony Stark, but they know who he is. Captain America, but they know who he is. Hawkeye and Widow, the government, know who they are. Um, who I is know. it you want to register again? Whose secret identity are we worried about? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <like> We're going <laughs> to need some heroes who people don't know to actually register.
1: Which, if they're going to go to a war, and, you know, the whole thing is Parker.
0: Yep, that's one of the reasons the rumor is coming out that they might have Spidey back for a movie. Because they need Parker at this point, because otherwise there's no one they can tell to take off the mask. Ah. Which is going to be the worst Civil War ever. like, We need your real identities. You you know our real identities. Yes. Good. Keep it that way.
2: Carry on.
0: Don't become someone else. Uh, It would be just rubbish so maybe if we're going to start seeing a few sort of mystery people come out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like Deathlock although again we know who he is Um,
1: well that's the thing about Deathlock it's a
0: possible example
1: the thing about Deathlock is that yeah for those who don't know it's not one person Deathlock is um technology it's it's weaponry it's uh, replacement limbs it's body armor
0: it's an upgrade program basically Yeah.
1: which Garrett was the prototype for
0: yes he was Deathlop version 1 and technically version 3 briefly briefly (laughs) there's a reason they say cut off the head So when
1: Defrock reappears, it's very interesting. That's pretty much how I'm going to put it. It's very interesting.
0: <laughs> I think one of the weirdest bits of casting in this show that almost threw me um, was Patton Oswalt. Do you know who I mean? I know... He was the 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 triplets, I guess. Uh, Billy and everyone. The the guys who were looking after Nick Fury's private bunkers.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: The guy who was giving out lanyards.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Because, yeah, that confused me (laughs) at the end of season one as well. I was like, wait, what?
0: But you, da- uh, what? <laughs> well, a, he did mention his brother the first time we saw him.
1: That That is true.
0: Playing a lot of Call of Duty with his brother.
1: Yeah. I didn't really take that as identical.
0: <laughs> I didn't either, but when he turned up, I was like, Oh, of course, you both have the time to play Call of Duty all day, every day. That makes so much sense. (laughs) What I will say for Season 2, though, is they've um, expanded the cast somewhat in ways that I really don't mind. Yeah. Well, they've had to, of course, replace the traitor. Yes. So they've brought on new... Um, field operatives, uh, and also mercenaries. she um, are just getting help where it can get it. So you've got some new characters coming in who are really fun, something to look forward to. Oh, that's good. Although, uh, Ward is still around. Of course. He is now, as they say, the psychopath we keep in the basement. <laughs> And yeah, other minor characters have started turning up as well. Agent 33 is in season two as well. Oh, and speaking of appearances, I think before we wrap up, and I think there's not a lot more to say, but I do just want to give massive props to Marvel for throwing in a Peggy Carter appearance in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Carter, I can't remember
0: if that's in season 1 or 2 though that don't, must be season 2 then
1: no, I don't remember that in season 1 so that's interesting
0: it is, it's the beginning of season 2 it kicks off part of the arc um, and it's a flashback to something from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s history that is important now uh, and there is a whole sequence of Carter and the Howling Commandos ah, uh, and yes it is establishing season 2 Mike's right yeah um, it's great it's it's a wonderful way to kick off season 2 especially with the Peggy Carter show coming Ah, oh, because that's the thing I liked about all that all out now isn't it because
1: uh, that's the thing I liked about it was that the um, what's his name uh, uh, which is the character that Garrett brings along with him
0: Oh, Garrett brings Trip.
1: Trip, that's it. Um, The fact that he is related that way as well.
0: Yes, yes. He's the grandson of Howling Commando. Yeah. The lie detector sequence is so good. I'd forgotten that until you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) But... the whole sequence where we find that out when patton Oswalt has them all on the um polygraph yeah. it's it's a wonderful little insight into the different characters the uh the desert island a box yeah. what is up on the desert island what is in the box the the answer each one of them gives is amazing uh, especially Fitz and simmons's if you remember what they said
1: i can't remember what they, what they are
0: Fitz said Simmons oh, yeah. and Simmons said the TARDIS. <laughs> of course. Proving that Simmons is the smarter of the two. But, um...
1: Ah. Oh, I can't remember who it was. It's like, which one? Some of Come up, came to me. It was like, it was like. So he's rated to the high, uh, to one of the Highland Commandos. It like, yeah, which one? It's like, <laughs> the, the, which one? Like, yeah, the black
0: one. That's there's an assumption. A, <laughs> there's there's <laughs> an yeah. assumption with a certain amount of evidence behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like,
1: uh, oh, oh, yeah. So yeah, I didn't know what I was going to think about Shield like, uh, when it first aired because I didn't watch it when it first started. We we sort of, uh, we did like a catch up and then was watching it as it was airing airing. Uh, when it was like halfway into the show, and I was like, oh, I don't know. It could be alright. It might not be great. You know, we'll see how it goes. And no, I. I grew it's it's a really good show it's it's funny it's happy it's sad it's uh exciting it's got it's Marvel
0: it is yeah it's Marvel I think that's the best way to sum it up I was lucky enough to be able to basically marathon it after it was all out with confidence that a lot of people have told me it does get really good. And in some ways that was the best way to watch it. But if I could have watched it, marathoning it, knowing it was good without knowing, um, when soldier, that would have been even better. That would have been the perfect way to do it. Um, and failing that knowing, uh, not knowing who Ward was, I think, would have been the best. So if you've listened this far and you haven't seen the show, you've done fucked yourself. Uh, you should have stopped when we said and gone and watched it. But even knowing who it was, uh, it, it gives a wonderful pantomimeness to the build-up when everyone is is sort of possibly doing things that are a bit dodgy because you know he's actually being dodgy and you can properly, yeah, boo hiss the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Getting uh, and and it, it turns him into a bit of a pantomime villain, but he's still a good villain. Yeah.
1: And uh, for those of us in the UK, the Blu rays and DVD came out yesterday.
0: So go get them. Yes, indeed. Because they're well worth it. Actually, I'm very curious to see what extras are on there.
1: Yes, I am also. Uh, it. Apparently, the they include behind-the-scenes featurettes, audio commentary, deleted scenes, a blooper reel, as well as the television special Marvel Studios Assembling a Universe. So that could be really interesting.
0: It could indeed. Just for the blooper one reel. One last character, I just want to give... <laughs> absolutely, I want to see that. But I want to give a shout-out to... Um, Actress's name, actress's name, going to quickly remember it by looking at IMDb and cheating completely. And I'm going to keep talking whilst I do it so that I leave no. Saffron Burrows, uh, whose performance as Agent Victoria Hand was phenomenal. I love that character. Victoria Hand. She's the senior S.H.I.E.L.D. agent with the red streak in the hair.
1: Oh, Yeah. She was really good for as long as she was in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I loved her because she was one character in the midst of the whole Shield is Crumbling storyline that I genuinely didn't know if she was going to turn out to be Shield or Hydra. She could have gone either way in my head. Yeah, yeah. And she did such a good job of playing that out.
1: She she was really... It was really clever. And... Yeah, it's uh, from these two in well, World One Stage One, at least, as in me and you, we recommend it. If you've not seen it,
0: watch it. Yes. It it Get has a uh a hundred percent recommendation from the current hosts of World One Stage One who are doing this show.
1: Indeed. And uh, if you and it's a thing of I'm gonna throw
0: in Zoe's recommendation
1: and Jen's from this end uh i will say you have to get past the f- like the three episode hump it's it can be really hard to do that
0: i'd say it's, it's more like a six episode hump
1: yeah because uh, the, the first season.
0: three are the traditional hump of getting into the show the first yeah. six are the show spinning its wheels because it's like what do we do about winter soldier being so far away that is true and then the pace starts to really pick up
1: yeah, because it what well, it started. It started in September last year and ended in May this year. So yeah, it went. It went for a while. Mm. BS. Yes. Oh, Jenna Jen wants me to add a character. For a villain to appear in season two. Okay. She wants the spoon thief.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, yes. The ladle. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. What kind of monster would steal a spoon?
1: Especially the, the, the specialty Oaxaca spoons that they are.
0: I know, those are really nice spoons. It, it would have to take a, a real criminal mastermind to look re- at those spoons and go, I think I'll just steal them.
1: The revel, the, the ladle was such a revel.
0: <laughs> this is one of those horrifically inside jokes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although to explain the joke, someone stole a spoon. Uh, From a restaurant. That is the whole explanation. Although, actually that's not the whole joke because to me the funniest part of it was the... <laughs> that was fun. I should steal more things. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I knew it was the birth of a villain.
2: The ladle.
0: I'm not sure we... if we'll see the ladle in season two. You do see Absorbing Man though.
1: Yes, I... Uh, I found that out Uh, to buy some pictures I've seen of the characters of uh, the actor he's
0: actually really awesome
1: because he's a Hulk villain because he's Mm. a he's a gamma mutant so if he's not a one shot and a recurring character that could tie yeah
0: semi-recurring
1: they could tie um Bruce into it in some form.
0: Which should be pretty awesome. (laughs) So yes, watch it. But don't watch season two yet because it's not safe. It's not safe. Just emotionally, it is dangerous.
1: Well, we're going to end up watching it because it starts on TV this week. So, we'll have the the tissues ready.
0: I'm just... (laughs) <laughs> it's uh I I really I, I don't want to say anything because it will spoil it. So it just it hits you right in the fields. Right in the fields. And there's there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of Agents of Shield, fun adventure and, and great looking story arc. Rainer's still in it, fantastic. Um and the whole Tahiti um guest house drug storyline is kicking off in a big way. But there's just this thread running through the whole thing that is so sad,
1: <laughs> so
0: sad. Well, I will say one of the episodes does have Agent Mom and Agent Dad going undercover as a couple at a big charity oh. fundraiser. Oh. Um, Coulson and May dance going out on the dance floor, and that episode is outstanding. Do they rock that dance? Floor? <laughs> There's some wonderful lines. Uh, they pretty much do but what's really fun is Coulson talking back to the team and in the background you just hear this laugh (laughs) it's like what is that that is agent may she's laughing I think the worst of it's over (laughs) which is uh, pretty good (laughs) Nice. And also possibly hints that um, Hunter's ex-wife, Hunter being the mercenary who joins the team, might like. be Mockingbird. Ooh. Which could be fun. But that's, I mean, that's very much speculation. But uh, Agent May socializing is, is rather wonderful.
1: <laughs> so... Anything more to add
0: to that? So, I don't think so. I think that covers it quite nicely. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you want to uh, add? Uh, uh, if
1: you've not watched it, get on that. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Uh, agree with that. I'm getting a barrage of tech messages from my wife. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> completely unrelated to the show uh, there's no point in doing this yet until the web bit is up because that's not up to after the papers but my little girl is in the local county's baby of the year competition
0: and yes she is
1: And uh, she's saying, and Jen's going, vote for my child. Vote, 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 vote. Buy a paper,
0: vote. Which you can't do, but you should.
1: Yes. Once the web web part of it goes up, then I'll get her to push it. Push it real good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yes, we shall... um... I'm not going to say we shall pimp your baby. I'm going to say we shall uh, promote <laughs> your baby. I'd hope not.
1: Promoting, yes, that's perfectly <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> but yes. Um, but until then. Till then. <laughs> this has been World 1 Stage 1. I have been Simon.
1: And I have been Irish.
0: And we have both recommended Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Indeed. Bye. Bye.